some of you will know that uh, counselling is something that I think a little bit about. So perhaps you would understand that of all of the titles that Isaiah has for the anticipated Messiah, it's the very first that captures my attention. This child to be born, this son to be given, will be called Wonderful Counselor. So these past weeks, it's had me thinking, what makes for a wonderful counsellor? When we struggle with life, when we face difficulties that overwhelm us, when we're disturbed, disheartened, perhaps even utterly distraught, and in our distress we turn to another for help and counsel, what is it? really we most want? Well, first it seemed to me that we want somebody who will understand us. Because before we listen to another person's counsel to us, we want to know that they have grasped the nature of our trouble, the difficulties that we face, the particular troubles that threaten to overwhelm us. At some level, we want to know that they get it. Ideally, really, our preferred counsellor would be somebody who has been through our trouble ahead of us, who knows our difficulties firsthand for themselves. Because somebody who gets it like that, well, they know the right questions to ask, almost as if they can anticipate the emotions that we will feel, the struggles that we will face. And as they ask their questions, we almost say, yes, that's it. You've got it. That's exactly how I was struggling. That's exactly how I feel. That makes for a great counsel, doesn't it? Somebody who knows our situation from the inside somebody who can step into our shoes, able to enter in to our life's experience. That's the kind of counsellor that we would want. And of course, the miracle of Christmas is that that is exactly the kind of counsellor that we have. Jesus knows our world from the inside. For this astonishing message, this Christmas message of incarnation, is that Jesus has entered in, stepped into our very shoes, taken on human flesh, God in human form. He's come and he's lived as one of us, And there is nothing that you or I could face that Jesus has not experienced before us. Poverty, loneliness, bereavement, betrayal, being misunderstood, being lied about, 
being lied to, being abused, being falsely accused. Jesus knows one and all these things. Yet might we say, but it was all right for him. He was the son of God on earth. His father was always there for him, guiding him, protecting him, providing for him. It was all right for Jesus. For me, well, when I cried out to God, God didn't answer. In my difficulty, I was alone. I had no protecting father there for me. Perhaps that's our experience. Only Jesus knew that too, didn't he? Even in the experience of being abandoned by God, Jesus has gone ahead of us. For when he cried out to his Father on the cross, heaven was silent. In the New Testament, the letter to the Hebrews says that we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. First reason that this Jesus is the wonderful counselor is because he understands us. He's entered into our world, our experience before us. But it's not just that he knows everything about us. It's also that he has everything to say to us. Because how disappointing it would be to find that even though you have the most wonderfully empathetic counsellor, that's all that they have for you. Just empathy. I know it's terrible, isn't it? I really do feel for you. And that's it. No wisdom. No guidance. Wonderful that they'd come to share in your experience, but miserable if they had no suggestion of a way out. But it will never be so with Christ. For Jesus comes to us as the Word, the very wisdom of God. John tells us that he is before all things and that in him all things hold together. The Apostle Paul says that in him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. He is our wonderful counselor because he not only knows us perfectly, but he speaks to us perfectly. Lacks no wisdom, nothing that he doesn't know, no insight that is hidden from him. He knows everything of our past, he knows everything of our future. He speaks with absolute wisdom into your life and mine. 
But finally, will you see that not only do we have a wonderful counsellor because he's entered into our experience, not only a wonderful counsellor because he speaks into our lives with absolute wisdom, but he's a wonderful counsellor because he becomes gently, meekly. This counsellor will never force his will upon us. Won't batter us with the power of his personality or bewilder us with irresistible logic. That's not what this wonderful counsellor does. He comes as a baby because he does not intend to overpower us with the strength of his will but to capture us with the very depths of his love. One writer describes it in this way, our God who cradles whole inking galaxies in the palm of his hand, whom highest heavens cannot contain, he folds himself into our skin and he uncurls his newborn fingers in the cradle of a barn feeding trough and we are saved from ourselves. This is the message of Christmas. The message of Christmas is not that we can make peace or that we can make love, make light, make gifts or make this world save itself. The message of Christmas is that into our needy world a saviour has come. A child has been born. And as he takes that first gasp in the straw, first sucks in the smell of the mess of our world, we know that he will continue to taste it until with a final breath on the cross, he will cry, it is finished, and his love will be completed. This Jesus is our wonderful counsellor. As a baby, he enters our world to know us from the inside. As a man, he speaks unbounded wisdom, That is enough for our every need. And in his death, he reveals unlimited love that captures our very hearts. Let's be quiet for a moment as we think on these things. And then I'm going to lead us in some prayers. There'll be a response if you would like to join.
So let us pray to our incarnate Lord, who has brought us out of darkness and into his own marvellous light. Christ, born for us, Son of God, given for us, help us to know you, to worship and to serve you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Wonderful Counselor, you order all things with your wisdom. Help the church to reveal the mystery of your love and fill her with the spirit of truth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Mighty God, the government is on your shoulders. Guide the leaders of the nations and bring in your kingdom of justice and righteousness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Everlasting Father, you call us to live together in unity. Protect by your mercy all your children. Bless our families and renew our communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Prince of Peace, You bring reconciliation through the cross. By your healing power, give to all who suffer your gift of wholeness and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the Father, full of the Spirit, Hear our prayer, receive our praises, fill our lives. Amen. Our reading from Isaiah 9 finishes with these words. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this.